Oh, you know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I am Ben, here with Andy and MJC, so you know what time it is. It is pay-per-view PowerPoints time. It is. Thank you, Ben, for the lovely can pop. Uh, so once again, just normal housekeeping. If you want to find all things podcast related, you can find those on our website at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com. And also, if you want to check out anything that our buddy Michael here is doing, that is all at Digital Days. Uh, he, We will have all his links in the description as well. So, how's it going, Michael? It's going pretty well. Uh, just got done streaming uh, before this. Uh, going to try and do a lot more streaming to to kill that furlough time that I'm currently in. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. But, yeah, furlough's fun. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Mine ends on Monday, so I'm kind of excited. Ah, uh, um, dude, I just got my first unemployment check, so I'm like, kind of like, please don't call me back work. I want, <laughs> I want two or three more of these before they call me back. With that extra, what six hundred? Yeah, yeah. So it's a oh, hey, yeah, this is pretty good. There you go. There you go. I'm, I'm not complaining. I've just been working the whole time, so that's been fun, but. We have been following wrestling to our best ability. So this weekend we got money in the bank, which is my favorite pay-per-view. But it's going to be real different this time. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, so, of course, May 10th, uh, if you're listening to this on Saturday, it'll be tomorrow. If you decide to listen to it on Sunday, uh, it's today. So don't forget about it. Yep. <laughs> uh, once again, we'll have no audience like WrestleMania was. I don't think it's going to be as jarring as WrestleMania was because we've gotten used to it. I feel like yeah, now, it, now whenever I see a clip with audiences, I'm like, "What <laughs> audiences? People <laughs> used to be there." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think the interesting twist that we heard about was that the Money in the Bank ladder match, the men and the women's match, is going to be going on at the same, and it's not just a Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh. Uh, Andy. Your your name you have decided to decree it, I think, is perfect. Why don't you just go ahead and let the audience know what that is? Yeah, so it's money on the roof because the entire match is taking place the way we've been described it throughout the floors of WWE headquarters, which all will culminate on the rooftop of the building where there will be a ring and both briefcases hoisted above the ring. I so... just immediately think of the Super Bowl commercial for WWF. <laughs> yep. From what was that like uh, when they were doing the get the F out? Yes. When it was switching to W. Yep. Like, that was a good one. Yeah. Just look look that up if you want to see what we might be seeing on Sunday. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So this is, I think it's going to be pretty interesting because you're going to have... I'm guessing it's going to be super produced in the way that like Boneyard was and Firefly Funhouse. And we're going to see a really like kind of choreographed out battle. But I think it's going to be really messy. I I think it's going to be organized chaos. Sure. So I think that will be uh, a lot of fun to see. I'm interested to see if the men and the women are going to interact. And how much? Yeah, yeah. If if at all, if they're gonna interact ever, like team up or or what? If we're gonna get some some mixed tag action style wrestling going on. But like, 
I'm guessing we're going to see at least, you know, somebody's going to get thrown through a boardroom table. You know, we're going to get random offices getting trashed, I'm guessing. Um, what are we, you know, what are we most excited with this being such a different version of the Money in the Bank match? I, I want to see awkward elevator scenes. Oh, yes. We're, we're, <clears throat> I just want a full segment. Corner. Yeah, yeah. Where they're just in the elevator for a couple minutes. Uh, I want our truth in an air vent, as oh, pretending man. it's Die Hard. Like I know he's not in a match, but if they can just have him in a vent with a lighter, just watching this whole thing, that would make it so much better. I had to look back at the list of who was in it. And I was like, our truth? Oh, okay, no, no. This no. would be perfect to okay. have him to show up and do some our truth shit. I mean, yeah. Carmella's in it. You've got to segue. Yeah. Well, so real quick, I guess let's 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 talk about who's in it. On the women's side, we got Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. That is as of time of recording. Yeah, that's also as of time of recording the least exciting women's Money in the Bank ladder match lineup I think I've ever seen. <laughs> um, it's a little weak. I mean... Asuka and Carmella, I think, have... I mean, they. this is not their first rodeo. Right. So I definitely feel like they'll be able to really help with this match. Of course, I, granted, in this situation, it's everybody's first radio for the style. Um, it'll just be interesting to see. This is this is one of those times where I I haven't seen a lot of these superstars interact with one another. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of chemistry is there. I just see Nia Jax in the middle of this match, and I'm just so worried. Of, I mean, it's it's they could choreograph the hell out of it, so she probably right. won't murder someone accidentally, because <laughs> this was taped previously. Hopefully, Hopefully. yeah, I haven't read an obituary, so everybody lived through the match. <laughs> yeah, and I think they've been on TV since this was recorded, so we know mm-hmm. everyone lives. Has anyone disappeared from TV since this match was recorded? Is the question? Because this Correct. isn't live; this is all pre-recorded. Is the whole event pre-recorded, or That's just? That's what I was just about to ask. Just um, the money so, in a bank. I think just the money in the bank is pre-recorded. Okay. Um, I think the matches may be taking place at the performance center, but if they are live or not is undetermined. Yeah, I'm not sure because it was also something that came out like this past week about another stoppage of like live, uh, any kind of live recording event kind of stuff going on, um, in Florida. So I think they may have some of this may be pre recorded i have no idea yeah. i guess we'll we'll have an idea when it's closer to um so do they we have not the men's line go ahead sir they have not announced where the remaining matches take place right right um so the men's know. match on the other hand this is a great lineup um we do have to back up a little bit originally the men's match was going to be daniel bryan Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, King Corbin, Otis, and Apollo Crews due to an injury to Apollo Crews, which at the moment appears to be storyline. Yes. Um, not actual injury. A last chance qualifier gauntlet match was made, which lo and behold, rising from the ashes like a phoenix, we had AJ Styles come back and win this to earn his way into the money in the bank. 
it was weird watching AJ come out without his buddies, without the OC. Um, it kind of hurt. It was sad. But I enjoyed watching him come back. And if he gets thrown off of Money in the Roof, I think he just needs to be the phenomenal, the immortal AJ Styles. I can get behind that. <laughs> but so with both of these matches, do we want to get into predictions or do we have any other thoughts on kind of some of the men's uh, entries in here? Um, so do, since they're taking place at the same time, do we do we yeah. just like do we do we just want to start with the women first of like <laughs> predictions and our thoughts on the competitors and and then go? I honestly, from prediction okay. standpoint, I I don't really have I have some thoughts, but I'm kind of with you, Michael. I just want to see some kind of ridiculous spot. Oh yeah, I think how, would be hilarious. How long is this going to be? Too is what I'm curious I, about. Mm, I would say mm-hmm. this match alone, uh, looking at the card right now, there's only six matches on. Yeah. So I would say this is going to have to run at least an hour. Do you oh, really? God. Could you sit oh, through that please. for an hour? Uh, if they yeah. make it entertaining enough, if our truth. They make it entertaining or it'll end up being, you know, um, Edge Randy Orton. So. Or the, the dumpster. What was it? The junkyard match in WCW? Oh yeah, yeah, the junkyard brawl or whatever. Uh, I I just they, they there's so many cool things that they could do with this. I mean, we can get random camera angles that it's just like a security mm-hmm. camera and everything's just kind of like jittery and delayed. <laughs> they they could play around with elevators. Uh, there's a lot of things that they could do with this. I just don't know how long they can run this. You probably end the show with whatever this turns into, uh, but I'm. I'm going to be bummed out if it just ends in a regular ass ladder match once they all get to the roof. Cause that's the only thing where it kind of falls apart for me is that they just have a ring on the roof. So yeah. I'm expecting chaos and then here's a match. Right. Right. I think even once they get to the roof, we're still going to see a lot of chaos. Cause instead of it being six people, it's going to be 12 people up there at the same time. With two briefcases, there's going to be yes. two winners out of this. Correct. Right? There's going to be a yeah. men and a women's winners winner. Out of be, this. Yeah, both briefcases are above the ring in like the same place. So I'm guessing we're going to see some. I think that's where we're going to see the most interaction probably between the men's and women's competitors is going to be in that climb to the briefcases. So Alistair Black will probably do a Black Mask to Nia Jax or something. Like we'll probably mm-hmm. get some sort of interaction. They don't mind putting Nia Jax against everyone, even though I would love. I would love if King Corbin is getting fucking yes kicked by Asuka and Daniel Bryan. Oh, God, yes. See, stuff like that. That's that's stuff that'll make this match interesting. Yes. Right. Um, there, there's cool stuff they could do. Can o- Oh, my God. Can Otis and Carmella have a dance off in the elevator? You know what's going to oh, happen? Yeah. In the, yeah, in the elevator. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I, I, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Do you guys have any predictions for like the women's match or who you're leaning to or want to win? Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Oscar win this match because she's really starting to like during this whole empty arena. The value she's shown from the entertainment oh, she brings on the announce desk. Uh, her match performance has been great. So I think this is a great way to slide her back into a singles role. 
without like it being extremely forced. Um, but also Nia Jax winning makes perfect sense because we never really got a resolution from the Becky Nia thing that kind of kicked off the man character. So my money would be on one of those two. I'm kind of also feeling, go ahead, Ben. I was about to say, don't forget Carmella is a previous Money in the Bank winner. That's true. Two time. Two time. Could be three time. But I'm also kind of leaning in the Oscar direction. It just feels like with with how with how great she has been week to week with these empty empty uh, arena shows, I I just could see them continuing um, giving her that push. I'd like to see it at least. Yeah, I I think Ben's right. It's like Nia Jax seems like the plausible winner. Like, because you always kind of want to give the money in a bank to a heel. And I think they're kind of done with Shayna based on her outing at WrestleMania. Uh, at least putting a, you know something as important as Money in the Bank on her seems like that would probably cancel her out. And Nia Jax as it, even though I hate Nia Jax, I think she's an unsafe worker. I really don't like her personality. Her TikTok's actually pretty entertaining. But <laughs> I don't want to see her win. I think she's going to win, though Asuka would probably be the most entertaining person and can go from babyface to heel like that. If they just want her to just be a killer again, she could be a great heel. So it's like Nia Jax is probably going to win. I want Asuka to win because like Dana Brooke, she's not going to win. Carmella, she's Mm. not going to win. Lacey Evans, maybe, but they're trying to make her a babyface and then putting that on her. And I think Lacey Evans is going to compete for the title because... Like she doesn't need money in a bank because on SmackDown she's one of the only like women that's like a babyface right. that doesn't have a title. I also, um, since we are recording this, basically SmackDown is running live as we're recording this. I wouldn't be surprised to see this roster lineup change, which is why I'm keeping tabs on my Twitter mm-hmm. as we're recording in case something changes like that. Yeah, Sonia or Mandy would make sense, though. Yeah, uh, well, my thought was uh, move Dana Brooke out and slide Sasha in. Poor Dana. Oh. She always gets set yeah. in these matches and then yanked last second. I will I will have zero surprise if tomorrow morning we see Dana Brooke has been replaced by anybody. Yeah. In this, yeah. anybody. It will, it yeah. won't even I think they'll do it tonight, though. I think if anything yeah. changes, it'll be tonight. Um, and my, it, think? there's a thought process I have because of this. So right. to mix this women in Money in the Bank match in with the mm-hmm. Raw, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match that's going to be occurring, I have a weird feeling that Tamina wins the championship at Money in the Bank. I do too. Yeah. Okay, I'm not the only one. Yeah. No, I, 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 I just feel like it's going to be one of those like, hey, you've been here long enough titles, because especially <laughs> the way they were hyping her up, like she's been here for like 10 years or some shit. And also yeah. like, it sounds bad, like Dark Side of the Rain kind of made the Snuka name uh, kind of dirty. And I could totally see WWE being like, we're going to fix this. Tamina is going to be a champion to apologize to her <laughs> for that. Oh god. Yeah. Um, but the reason I say seeing Dana Brooke get moved is I so could see 
Tamina beating Bailey, a Sasha Banks cash in relatively quickly so that Tamina can now say she's been a champion, but you're not having a long title reign. And that allows us to move the title off Bailey onto Sasha without having to give up a Sasha Bailey feud right off the bat. But do uh, you so you think she'll cash it in that day? I she can't Tamina, right because time travel, right? Well, time travel. We don't know. Yeah. Well, let's say this is all pre-recorded. They could have been sitting on this information for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So they could they could have already recorded money in the bank happening, uh, briefcase cash in same night, and then moved on. They would just have to make the performance center look like a completely different arena. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, my thought was, I mean, again, if we knew exactly what we were getting in this, <laughs> it would be easier to tell. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like I don't just something in me that tells me Tamina wins this match. I think she does too. I just don't know if they cash in. Maybe they give her until SmackDown, so then SmackDown can get a ratings bump by having Sasha cash in like the following week. So you give Tamina a couple days as champion, as right, opposed yeah. to like doing like the uh, Shield has the title all in one night thing. You know, where like maybe as a make good for Tamina, you give her the title for like three or four days, and then. Mm -hmm. Smackdown, Sasha cashes in on behalf of Bailey, and then Bailey's like, no, 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 I want a title shot, and then SummerSlam. <laughs> oh, Which will not be happening in Boston. Nope. Nope. Yep, Mary came out and said, no, 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 no. Yeah, not happening. So on the men's side of the money in the bank. <laughs> I think we um, we've cemented we actually slipped into women's championship match there, so yeah, I mean, we'll do the same I, here. That's what we do. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. I am. I'm pretty lost on who I think is going to win this one. I, I guess I could see with just the way some of the story and stuff's been going, I could see Alistair Black getting it, but I could also see King Corbin getting it because you know he's had a chance. Never he's again. He's had a chance. It's true. Are they going to give him his chance to then successfully cash in or? does Vince probably think it's hilarious that he fails to cash in properly and they have him fail a second time because it, that would be worth him winning. It only works <laughs> if there's a crowd to or shit on to distract him. Yeah. They, like <laughs> giving it to Keen Corbin, even though I think he's the only heel in this AJ Styles, a tweener, especially after the boneyard match. Keen Corbin, he's winning, not a zombie though. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what if he comes in with some like Finn Balor zombie paint just for oh, the hell God, of it? Oh God, I'd be so happy. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, wearing, no, no, AJ needs to come out wearing the mask that he always wears for the Japan shows. Oh yeah, the, the, so the, the gas mask. Show, show social responsibility. Because I was gloves. in a Walmart. Yeah, I was in a Walmart oh, today. Yeah. And there were a lot of people wearing masks, but they were wearing them and not covering their nose. Oh and it my was like, God, Dawsonville. Yeah. Yep. I had a, I had a moment today in the car where somebody honked at me and I about put it in park and I was going to threaten to sneeze on their car or something, but I'm just, like, just going to drive. Fitting out your window is totally different now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's assault, oh, brother. It's assault. <laughs> um, I think the thing with the men's match though, is there, Pretty much everyone in the men's match outside, I would say, of Otis has been main event already. 
or is on the cusp of it. So anybody could be a a good win here. Um, but as we said, usually heels work the best in this role, which narrows us down to King Corbin and AJ. Yes. And uh, honestly, with WWE's ratings, I think a biggest name is probably going to win, and that's I think that's going to be either AJ, Daniel, or Ray. I just don't see putting the the briefcase on Ray. I almost want to say it would be great if they put it on Otis, but I know that would just lead to a storyline where Dolph gets the briefcase off Otis. Yeah, no, that's absolutely what happened. <laughs> Dolph yeah. would take the briefcase. How great see... would that be? Because it seems like they're in love with Otis. If like Otis got the briefcase. I know. I would love it, but that means oh, Otis is it. going to have to challenge uh, one of two champions that will come out of this. And I'm not ready for that burial yet on either either side. <laughs> he beats the fiend. <laughs> oh, my God. With a jackhammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit jackhammer? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Into a worm. He beats the fiend with the caterpillar. Yes, yes. Please. Oh, God. I bet you I bet you Bray Wyatt would sell the hell out of that caterpillar. Though. Oh, he would. They would probably put some <laughs> dissolve magic on it to where it just like he does a caterpillar and he just turns to dust. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that'd be hilarious. I love that. Realistically though, for, for me. <laughs> is um Alistair Black, since he's been the whole I want someone to challenge me thing, gets the briefcase and is like, I make the I make the rules now, and then we get Alistair Black versus Drew McIntyre. Um even though I, I I'm worried uh, we'll talk about it later, but I'm I'm worried about Drew's title reign. Uh, yeah, and how yeah. rapidly it's ending. It's going to end soon, I feel it. Yeah. Even though I like him as a champion, I just, the way the story's going. It ha- I feel like we have to lean to like people that are on Raw because cashing in on The Fiend is just not going to make any sense. Like, Bray Wyatt can teleport. So, like, why would you, you, like, cash in on a guy who can teleport? Oh, but you could get, like, a whole kind of new Firefly Funhouse where somebody keeps trying to cash in on the Fiend and he just keeps, boop. Staying in the <laughs> yeah. Firefly Funhouse. Well, they, find, they get to the Firefly Funhouse somehow, and then he teleports out, teleports them somewhere else, and it could just be a whole other Firefly Funhouse acid trip. Teleports into a waiting room with John Cena. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Yes. WrestleMania. The doctor can't see you. <laughs> oh, so uh, uh, if I had to yeah. give a prediction, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably AJ. Okay. All right, Michael. I'm gonna go Alistair Black. I don't think AJ needs it, though. He it would be a nice reward for him for the Boneyard match. True, and losing his best. Yes, yeah. yeah. God, yeah. That's true. They might want to keep him happy. I, I feel like it's gonna be Alistair. That was my initial gut feeling on it. Um, although speaking of AJ and the Boneyard match, if either of you listen to that um Corey Graves episode of his podcast where he talked to Triple H about the whole planning and production of the Boneyard match, it's fantastic. Yeah, I got it. I, I. I... I'm kind of annoyed with Corey Graves the Not last too. year or so. So I'm yeah. like, That's maybe fair. I'll listen. And mainly, mainly just listen to Triple H talk because listening to him talk about the whole setup for what the Boneyard match, what nobody knew what it would even be. Um, yeah. Hilarious. 
pretty cool. But dude, they've been showing a lot of Triple H love with that 25th anniversary okay. of his yeah. debut, man. But uh, okay, so we that... we are we are split up on that one. We're not agreeing on every single one this time. <laughs> I mean, when you yeah, get these big multi-people these... matches, it's really yeah. hard to get an agreement. Yeah, exactly. So I'm Alistair, um, Ben, you're AJ, and then. Andy, you're Alistair? I'm, I'm Alistair as well, yeah. Okay, so. and then for the women's... Oh, we're not agreeing yeah. on everything. And then the women's yeah. match, Thank we're you. all split on that, right? It's like yeah. all Naya or Asuka. I think we're split between Naya and Asuka, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, yep. we'll keep track of this. Daniel Bryan's oh, in a match, by the way, guys. Like, like I feel like... Match. I feel like we're not selling that, but I think he's going to hopefully have some good, some good moments in there. Daniel Bryan's going to be the one that uses the elevator. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He doesn't want to waste electricity, so he'll take the stairs. Oh, true. Oh. But, I hope Rey Mysterio is wearing his Spider-Man outfit and he just climbs the building. Oh, my God. That'd be great. He just takes, like, the window washer <laughs> thing up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does somebody in some way get thrown off this building before the end of the match? Oh, God. I feel like we would have heard of that because that would inquire like a big stunt. Like, I mean, obviously it would yeah. be a dummy, but I feel like neighbors of the corporate building be like, what the fuck are they doing up there? What are they doing? Yeah, exactly. Imagine if you worked in an office building like next to WWE headquarters. Like, oof. well, there's not any. Is there nothing around WWE there? Yeah. WWE bought all of it. Do you think the WWE is like bitter that? Like Daniel Bryan, they never wanted him to become that main eventer, and he got there anyways. But he made them a ton of money. But now he's kind of exactly where they expected him to be—that upper mid card. Do you think they're annoyed that they're wasting what they ended up reluctantly building? Like I'm confused with like Daniel Bryan. Like he returned and like nothing really happened. I mean, he was the eco yeah, champion. He had the for a championship while. run. I felt bit. like that still didn't like go like before he was the champion. He didn't really have much going on. He got the championship. He lost to the fiend. And then now he's just been kind of lost. I was hoping once he lost yeah. to the fiend because he lost the title to the fiend, right? No, he, no, wait, who did he lose to? No, he lost to, he lost to, he lost to Kofi. Kofi. Oh yeah. He lost to the Kofi. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, and then God. after Kofi, like nothing happened. Yeah. But to be fair, when he beat Kofi was also about the same time he had his kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's 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 honestly pulled himself back from a lot of stuff. So I think that's why we're not gonna see much Daniel Bryan for a while. I also know that early on in a lot of the lockdown stuff he was kinda not down to be around. Um so I think we're gonna because yeah, he has a pregnant yeah, wife. Yeah, exactly. He's a pregnant wife, so I think we're going to see very limited Daniel Bryan for the foreseeable future. He's going to take a vacation like Becky. Yeah. Or, or, or vanish like Roman Reigns. But or Sammy. Different story. Yep. Because yeah. Sammy apparently is That's on vacation awesome. too. Yeah, he, he said he's not. Yeah, he's not coming. And Roman Reigns getting edited out of uh, Money in the Blank like uh, recap clips. Pretty hilarious. So. Yeah, it's um, so we, we kind of already mentioned Bailey and Tamina. Oh, yeah. Me and Michael, of course, are saying Tamina. What do you say, Andy? 
I'm I'm down with that. I'll I'll agree there. I I feel the the Tamina win kind of almost makes sense with especially with the way they've been kind of slightly building her again. Like, hey, she's remember it's Tamina. So I can see it. What do we think about Braun Strowman versus Bray mm. Wyatt? So do we know is it gonna be Bray Wyatt or is it gonna be the Fiend? It's always the, it's fiend. Always the fiend. I assume it's the Fiend until told That's true. That's true. And I think in this day and age, it's both of them. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And we don't. We also really don't even know what we're gonna get. Are we gonna get like a just straight match, or are we gonna get something so. like very produced? Or think a straight match because they're gonna be produced for match. the Money in the Bank match for. Potentially an hour, like Ben said, it's probably going to be an hour, and it's an hour. It's going to be weird, uh, but they can cut away from people when they get too boring. Right. I, I think you just have a straight up match uh, between them. Uh, yeah, so, what we thought of Braun finally having a title? Who cares? <laughs> ben, you were dying for it for better part of a year. Uh, a little too late, in my opinion. I I think it's good you gave him the win over Goldberg, because that at least means his title win was against a significant opponent. But you run into the really tricky scenario right now. In order for it to be an actual title run, in my opinion, you, you got to have him beat The Fiend. But you really, the Fiend coming off the win over John Cena is great, but I don't think having the Fiend lose to somebody that's a full-time member of the roster is a great idea. But, as we kind of mentioned before, if it's just Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman beats Bray Wyatt, we can continue this run on and have Braun Strowman take on the Fiend down the road. Ah, oh, man. I don't want to see Bray Wyatt lose ever again, or at least for a while, or at least to Braun Strowman. You know, I feel like Roman is the one that's supposed to beat him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fiend, I will say this, Fiend should still be undefeated. That does not diminish the fact that when Goldberg beat him, it was the most shocked I've ever been in wrestling since <laughs> SummerSlam 2017, when Goldberg oh, squashed Lesnar. <laughs> There's very few moments in my wrestling watching career that I've had that feeling. Now, granted, most of them do involve Goldberg. <laughs> but but that was definitely shocking. That was a very shocking one. Um, yeah, I just I think you've got to have Bray win this. I don't think I think Braun was just right place, right time, because Roman didn't show up for WrestleMania. Yeah. And I, I think right now, without the crowds on primetime television, you need a more charismatic champion than Braun Strowman. Uh, he just... he Him as a baby face just doesn't work for me. Him as the I'm destroying everything because I'm mad works mm -hmm. for me. And you can't do that as champion. Now, right. if he loses to Bray Wyatt and then turns into that and they have a rematch... I'm all for that, and I think that would work really well, especially now that there's no audience. They could do crazier shit to build to that rematch. 
and then people would care about Braun Strowman again. Yeah. Have the fiend have the fiend destroy Brown. Not like a squash match, but just have him beat him down. Have that be what breaks Braun and then have I'm not saying Braun become a fiend s character, but have Braun go back to his roots, be like, I tried to be the champion for everybody. It got me nowhere. So don't trust anybody. DTA, just come out, destroy anybody and everybody that gets in the fight. He goes on a rampage to find the Firefly Funhouse. Maybe he goes to Raw to ask Seth Rollins where it's at and beats the shit out of Seth Rollins or something. Uh, anything that gets Seth Rollins asked. Then you're, you're in. For. You're in for it. Yep. Yep. If if Seth is getting these hands, 100% in. Uh, speaking of Seth, yeah. For some reason, even though he lost at WrestleMania, he's going to be Drew McIntyre's first challenger. He's the Monday Night Messiah. Blame Kevin Owens' ankle. Oh, yeah. oh that's so yeah, true. I really hate this fucking God. character, too. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to, but the Monday Night Messiah character just... <laughs> I, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm uh, not feeling it. Like, I get I'm supposed to not yeah, like yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. But I, like, I, I nothing. I just he looks care. cool. He uh, looks cool, but I tune him out every time he starts talking. Without a crowd, I think the Monday Night Messiah doesn't work. He doesn't. I think it's really hard to be a heel that's supposed to be like the egotistical heel with no crowd because you're not getting the crowd to boo you. And AOP's hurt. Uh, there's not enough yeah. stables on Raw for him to go against except mm-hmm. Selena Vega's stable. But Which he's kind of aligned which with. Which is dumb because... Like, because I feel like then he immediately becomes the number one in that stable if he does like fully align with them, and I yeah. want that. That's Zelina Vega's spot. Number one is her, <laughs> you know, and then everyone else. But say if Andrade ain't careful, Austin Theory's gonna take that number two. He he might. That kid has been impressive. The uh, the press slam he did a couple bras back. Did not see that coming from him at all. Yeah, no, he's he's been pretty good. Every time I've seen him come out there, I've always been kind of surprised that I'm more interested in his match than I expected to be. Um, than anticipated. Yeah. Uh, do we think Drew wins this one, or do we think the Monday Night Messiah comes away with the title again? Uh, I don't know. I'm worried for Drew. I, I feel like they're gonna I feel like they're gonna put it on Seth. I don't really know what they're going to do with it besides have Seth continue just forever but I I want yeah I want true to win it but I not to his fault I have a feeling which again it just might just be me just misreading the fact that there's no crowd but he just I think he's been entertaining him and Zelina Vega going back and forth on a microphone has been like the highlight of Raw uh, just her saying Drew in the Scottish accent has been great. But I feel like it's just not working. Of the champions, I, I feel like both champions just aren't working in the current format. And if Seth loses, what the fuck do you do with Seth? Like, uh, Send him home with Becky? That doesn't help anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. And that and that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like Seth can take a loss to Drew. 
Right. And I think one of the issues that we're seeing with both of these champions is, to me, with Drew, Brock Lesnar is always the monster in the back of the room that when he has the title, that's the mountain to climb. It does not matter what your body type is. It does not matter what your body type build is. If you step in the ring with Brock Lesnar, you are the underdog. You can't say that for when you step in the ring with Drew McIntyre. He's a babyface, but he can't look vulnerable to somebody like Seth because he's six inches taller and got him by 70 Seth doesn't have his goons to back him up right now, so Seth can't look like a believable heel because he doesn't have the muscle of AOP back there. So you've kind of had to throw the Selena Vega wrench in here so that there's a convincing way that Seth has a chance against somebody like Drew McIntyre. Um, and, and the same thing with Braun at this point in time. He's a big mountainy babyface that beat another mythical babyface, and it did nothing for anybody. The the face versus heel dynamic that exists in wrestling, when it's not there, it is very rare that you can have enjoyable baby face versus baby face feuds. And I don't think we have any of those right now going on. Sorry, that got really long winded on you guys. No, no, you're good. I had some feelings. No, but you're you're completely right. Uh, about like how both champions are being perceived and what the future is for them is just kind of cloudy right now in terms of what do you do with most of this roster that is depleted and like Seth Rollins is your best heel technically we might not be happy with him but he is the best heel or right. can be I, I was still going to go with King Corbin being the best well heel. in terms of Raw best heel on raw yeah. oh yeah true true i think because i can watch king corbin be a bad guy and lose every week and still be entertained every week but like like if seth rollins like unless you have drew mcintyre just beat the hell out of seth rollins so then seth rollins and could be home with becky that's fine uh but then what do you do when he comes back yeah and then drew goes against Though I wouldn't mind if Seth Rollins, like, I want Drew to win. I think Drew's going to win. I think they're going to give Drew, this is Drew's first and only test as champion in terms of if he doesn't put an entertaining match with Seth Rollins, he's losing the next time he defends a title. Yeah. Uh, and they need, like, but it's impossible for him to have a bad match against Seth Rollins because that's why it's going to be like if you can't put something together with Seth Rollins this was a mistake and then they just move on to someone else and hope Kevin Owens heals up or have Drew just get trounced and do a bullshit like one versus three match so Drew doesn't look weak because he lost to three people and it's one of Selena Vega's boys takes the title off of him uh Andrade is the only one that I think is title ready of them. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I see. I could almost see Seth winning this one because, depending on the severity of Kevin Owens' ankle injury, which from what I've heard doesn't sound like it's going to be a ton of time no. out. Um, have Seth win the title, and then when Seth runs his mouth, have Kevin Owens come back to shut him up. Yeah, I could see that. And then, I mean, you've got your built-in rematch. If Seth is the champion, the last person that beat Seth was Kevin Owens. He can come in, get another title shot. 
I think Drew can work as a heel real well and then have Drew be the, the heel challenger for Kevin Owens. Right. But you also got the great money in the bank cash in that will be available after this match as well. So anything's possible. So I'm going Drew. You guys are leaning Seth? Both leaning Seth. Yeah. I feel like either the men or the women's were going to see a quick cash in on one of the two. So you think we get at least one night of cash in? I, I think so, just because of entertainment. It's I mean, true. It's the most exciting part. So. And I feel like every Money in the Bank, we've had a, at least one cash-in night of. Last couple years, I think. Right? Yeah, last that's, that's what I mean. Did. It always seems like we get one like night yeah, of. The one before we did. Because last year was Alexa yeah. cashed in. Yeah. Same night. Was it Alexa or was that? That was Bailey. Well, I, that was the year before. Yeah, yeah, Bailey yeah. cashed in night of uh, the year before Alexa did. There's one year I know yeah, Alexa yeah, yeah. cashed in. Right. So I, I always enjoy seeing that. So I just I feel like that's going to be something we probably see because as much as we want to be shocked by the audience, the audience still loves to follow those certain. That's areas. true. That's true. And then we have our tag match. So, Man. The New Day. Uh, Go ahead. I was gonna say the new day, which of course is Big E yep. and Kofi, versus the Miz and John do we not Morrison. Have, do we not have a real name for this tag nope. team yet? <laughs> versus the Forgotten Sons, versus Lucha yes. House Party, aka the New Day versus Miz and Morrison versus who do we got in the back room? Exactly. <laughs> in, in both accounts. Right. Um, I think the Forgotten Sons need to write a thank you note to the Uso get for getting injury, hurt. So they would get attention, but... I will say this. Even though they were very jobber status in NXT, they've looked really good in their call-up, which is usually not what we see from NXT people that come up. Yeah, especially lower mid-card NXT call-ups. Yeah, so this... These guys are getting the push that I thought the Ascension would have gotten when they got called up, but the Ascension just immediately got buried. Um, I think they slid straight into that Uso position perfectly. Now, depending on what the chemistry is going to look like in this match, since I think we're also getting this match tonight on SmackDown, will be interesting to see. I kind of wish that this was a ladder match of some sort, because the Lucha House Party and Ladders is a great combination. Yeah. Kofi and Ladders is a good combination, too. Lucha Libres and Ladders is the best sometimes. Could be the worst, too, sometimes. <laughs> I still never forget that uh, the Money in the Bank where Kalisto hit the Salida del Sol on the Uso off Oof. the ladder onto yeah. the prone ladder. It's like, that looked like it hurt, <laughs> but God, was that awesome. <laughs> Uh, Andy, thoughts on this? Yeah, this one, I, I'm kind of on Forgotten Sons so far, so that I don't know. I'm I'm just hoping that uh that we get a new day win out of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to keep the championship. Yeah, uh, I'm I I think Miz and Morrison will probably 
take the win on this. I'm just throwing that out there just because I, I think they'll keep playing back and forth with the belt for them. Like I, it's been a while since they played hot potato with the title and they love playing yeah. hot potato with the titles. They do. they do. So, I mean, I could see it. I want the new day to win, but I can see, I can see Miz and Orson getting it again. And then it jumps back to somebody else and just kind of, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, the tag, t- the tag title would be one to play hot potato with. Yeah. That, yeah, if you can play with any yeah, title, yeah, that's, that's the, the one you can do it with. So. The division is so weak, though. Like yeah. the tag division right now is so bad, yeah. especially with the Usos out. Yeah. Like New Day and Miz and Morrison are probably just going to feud for the next couple months. For that, even though Miz deserves to like move up in the card, I still think. Uh, but like, because the Forgotten Sons and Lucha House Party are just kind of. Lucha House Party, kind of bad. Though I like Lince Dorado and Grand Metalik by themselves, I just don't like Lucha House Party. And then I've Forgotten Sons, I don't think they're established enough to, like, have this yeah. division have the belt stay on New Day. I feel like you just have to just ride out Miz and Morrison in a New Day as long as you can until you can get some more tag teams to to help out. It really seems to me that like WWE is pulling away from the tag in general. Um, we see this happen in cycles where you'll have great tag teams everywhere, then they'll disappear for a bit, then they'll come back. I feel like we're in that downward cycle with tag right. teams. Uh, and probably a lot of it could be due to some of the budget cuts that we've been seeing. Because why are you going to pay two people the same amount of money you're paying one person when they're only filling one card on yeah. the slot? So, I mean, we might see the decline of, of tag teams in general. Uh, I think the New Day will always remain safe because they've done so well in establishing themselves as a, an all-around act that I don't think you'll ever have to worry about them. Yeah. Same with uh, the Usos. Miz and Morrison can easily become single stars again just by splitting them up. No issue on that one. And honestly, <clears throat> I thought the Lucha House Party was gone for a while, so I'm kind of glad to see them back. So, I wish it was Kalisto though. I I always yeah, liked him yeah, yeah. the most out of the Lucha House Party. I think I'd rather have him than I'm not a big fan of. Uh, um, I like Lince Dorado more than Grand Metal League from a style in the rings standpoint, but I've always liked Lince's outfits better than Grand Metal League. Yeah, Grand Metal League sometimes doesn't look like a wrestler. Uh. Like I don't know why it just when I see him some he always looks like a Power Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. His his costumes just don't look great and they just look kind of odd. But maybe they can introduce the uh, uh, what is it the El Hijo Fantasma. Yeah, or what is it the like the Lucha Door Cartel thing that they're doing in NXT? Like, oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah, no idea what's going on there. Maybe they could work with that. Uh, speaking of other things we don't know what's going on, I have a strong feeling we're going to figure out who the fuck this hacker is at Money, in, Money the in the Bank. We find out. Well, the the last clip showed some signs that led to May tenth, like basically saying the Money in the Bank thing. And pay per views are usually a great place for people to get debuted if they're going to do something. Mm-hmm short and quick because it's real easy to uh, have a debut 
and get people to want to buy your subscription service to watch. Um, it's probably most definitely not CM Punk though, until it unless it until is. The internet tells you it has to be CM Punk. It's so <laughs> dumb. It's we talked about this privately, but like the idea that people believe that they would need to do a hacker gimmick for Punk, who like everyone knows his character. Everyone like knows his off you know his like twitter personality and stuff like that none of that points to hacker you can't put a gimmick on cm punk no cm punk's gimmick is yes. CM Punk. yeah uh, so. i just realized though the the hacker thing could play into the money in the bank match by like hacking the building and causing the elevators okay, to yeah. break lights to turn on and off does the hacker win? Oh my god! Oh, with a drone, they just take they they fucking take Matt Hardy's drone. Vanguard one, Vanguard one returns. Matt Hardy ends up winning the Money in the Bank. God. Oh god! Yeah, that's. Uh, I I will be interested to see who this yeah. hacker is. Um, I I don't think it's gonna be. So this is weird. Let's just try to like speculate. Sure. Let's try to eliminate as many people as we can. I know Ali's been a big name that's been thrown out there as being the hacker. I don't think they would waste this much screen time and stuff on trying to establish Ali as this character. I just it, it in me it doesn't make sense. Um I'm just typing WWE roster right now just because I'm like I... Oh deep dives. Cause like I'm just like I'm I'm trying to figure out who they could have, but it's just like really difficult to put together who could be the hacker um hey tucker's not doing anything maybe it's tucker well they've they've came out and said that tucker is going to be stuck uh that the heavy machinery is still attacking yeah. rob gronkowski the 24 7 chap he's the hacker say, oh, no, he's rob dumb. gronkowski <laughs> is it yeah. what do you think the hacker is someone we currently know on the roster or do you think it's someone new or an nxt call-up do we see people on the current roster I, that could be the hacker i can't think i can't think of anyone on the current roster that could be the hacker that would not or i should say that wouldn't be a disappointment Big show. I think if the big, big the, show. Oh, man. I love me some big show. I might not be upset about that. <laughs> Bo Dallas. But I know I'm a... Oh, my God. No. Hold. Whoa. <laughs> that could work. Right? He's been gone so long. Like, Bo Dallas is a fantastic wrestler. They just have stuck him with some of the worst gimmicks in the history of gimmicks. Between the bow leave and the B team, uh, Jason. Jordan. I could see it. Uh, well, no, he's not been medically cleared to wrestle well, again. He doesn't have to wrestle if he's a hacker. Do- Dominic Dijakovic. <laughs> I wouldn't be upset to see him be on the main roster, but I don't. Uh, think I'm just like going through the roster of just like yeah, who could it be? Yeah. It's working. It's it's working. Yeah. It's working though. Solomon Crow's back. That's who it is. Like Fandango 
you can't do that with Fandango's character. You can't change his character. I don't think ever. Uh, it's, it's Johnny Curtis now. Johnny Curtis. Did he get cut? No, he's still on the right. I'm, I see him right now. No, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Curtis is Fandango. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, when Fandango comes back from injury, him and Tyler Breeze are going to bring the Fashion Police to NXT. I think Fashion Police would work on Friday Night SmackDown in the so well. Oh God, the the feud between the New Day and the Fashion Police. Sign me up now. Making fun of all of New Day's outfits. <laughs> oh, man. I have no idea who this hacker could be. Like I'm looking through the roster right now, and it's, it's Ray Sun Dominic. That's who it is. Oh, God. that's how you launch in his wrestling career. Noam Dar. Please, uh, please no. That's how you bring back Jinder. Jinder's already back, That's though. True. Back. He's back and he's angry at being disrespected. Yeah. Man. I always, dude, for the longest time, I thought it was going to be uh, Killer Cross. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, like, formerly known as yeah. Killer Cross, now known as Karen Cross, with like the third most awesome entrance in the WWE. It's a really cool entrance. Man, I'm like going through the roster and I can't think of anyone. <laughs> Anybody that works. T- Tyler Bate is young. I don't, I, I have no idea. Like, no, yeah, no clue. Yeah. I mean, is it Imperium? Just the entire group of Imperium? Yeah. There's someone named T Bone on the roster. Yeah, there are people I'm scrolling through. Yeah, roster, be, and I'm yeah. like, who? <laughs> it's Tony Schimmel. Yeah. <laughs> He's listed on the roster as active. Uh, all right. Oh man, is it the undisputed era? No, that that would be so weird to put on them. Xavier Woods, and that's how he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Been sitting at home with nothing to do, so in front of a computer, so it makes yeah, sense. It, it makes sense. Yeah. Can Nigel wrestle again? No, right? He's like, no, damn it. Yeah, he's he's done, donezo, donezo. Mickey James. Um. Got to be Lars Sullivan. Uh, I don't know if you want him in front of it and have with access to the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Keep that man off forms and websites you can keep, upload video keep to. That man, <laughs> keep that man away from a keyboard. Oh, uh, Mansoor. Whoa! Oh, please no. Well, I mean, it's a way to use him besides the Saudi Arabia matches, which we're probably never going to see again. Right. I have no idea like who they could put in this. <laughs> it'll it'll be fun. To it see. is not. I don't think. I don't think it's going to be anyone that anybody's been speculating about. It's probably going to be a legend they bring back just for oh, the hell God. of it. Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Or Stone Cold. Jeez, and it's I, just I... nothing but a way to sell more of his beer. Dude, they got to get it here. I, I, need, I, I think I think our current issues have uh, oh to that from getting here. What if it's Corey Graves? Oh, he didn't want to come back. Didn't he have sources? Uh, what was the storyline where he had like sources that were feeding him information? Uh, I can't remember that storyline. Mm-hmm. Remember, he would like in the middle of a match, he was like, "I got to go to the back," and then he went to the back to get information. Do you guys vaguely remember that a couple years ago? 
I do and I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I do and I don't. But I could just, with some of the stuff that's come out in the past couple days, and the CM Punk comparison, I've always kind of seen Corey Graves as like CM Punk light. It makes sense if he wants to get back in the ring, you got to make a splash. But I just think he does so good on the announce table that there's no reason to do. Yeah, that. I think I feel like he's too valuable as an announcer. Yeah, maybe when things go back to normal and mm-hmm. more of their announce team can come back, that's when you bring Graves. Once you like establish more announcers because that would leave such a big hole it's pat mcafee that's who it is pat mcafee has access to a computer (laughs) he does oh boy or is it it's sting using his supernatural power i think we're we're good with that we've we've talked that to the crowd yeah we're we're deep in the weeds now let's Let's move on. Yeah, let's jump into our, you know, outside of this pay-per-view, obviously we have some thoughts on wrestling that are relevant right now. So, NXT. Uh, We kind of hit on it just a little bit earlier when we talked about Karen Cross finally making his highly anticipated debut. Best entrance now. Um, Yep. Indeed. Uh, Definitely has probably the hottest manager. That was her singing, by the way. Yeah, she was lip syncing to um, her own voice, but to her own voice, I thought it looked cool. <laughs> but she's also I, I enjoyed it. She she's one of those people that like just looks cool. So her doing yeah. that is like okay, cool. Sure. The contrast in their character is mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like it a lot. And Karen Cross that is a big boy. Knows how he is a he is a large man that knows how to Saito suplex people. He was scaring me viciously. Viciously. So that was a cool debut. So I, I'm excited to see more. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see where he gets placed in the card on NXT. Um, I assume immediately he's either going to be challenging for that North American title mm-hmm. or for the the title title. I it, but also. With the impact he made in that debut match, I do not see him long for the NXT world. No, no not especially with that manager, with, with Scarlett as his manager. Mm-hmm. I feel like they immediately are just they want to let Vince him. watch him a couple weeks, and then right. he's going to be like, "I need yeah. both of them," and then we're going to bring back the the Beaver Cleaver gimmick or some bullshit, and then ruin him. Which <laughs> I, I think I think yeah. only a uh, fan would remember. <laughs> yep. I, uh, so I really feel like the the package deal between Scarlett and Karen um, are what they wanted out of Mike and Maria, if that makes sense. Maybe not the mean, same yeah. like identity, right, right. but but like the manager being able to complement the in ring talent. Right. Whereas in that dynamic, Maria overshadowed Mike yeah. as an in ring talent. Um, speaking of in-ring talent, how do we feel now that we're a month into Charlotte Flair's second reign as NXT Women's Champion? Eh, I'm happy. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's just, it, there's been nothing super exciting about it thus far. 
Like it, it's it's been some yeah, good matches. Some good matches like the match with Io was good. Um, and, until Ray, well, which disappointed me that like it was interrupted. Like I was excited yeah. for that. Yeah, I mean, keeps EO from taking a, a loss, but at the same token, it kind of very not out of Ripley, Ripley's character, but a move like that's a heel move. So, are you trying to say that Charlotte's the baby face? And we right. all know Charlotte is a baby face, does and not EO kind of also because the match was interrupted, kind of goes baby face. But EO's been so great as a heel or a crazy lady heel that right. like the division's weird right now because. Charlotte has to be the heel. EO needs to be the heel. Rhea needs to be the babyface. And I don't know. I almost feel like some of the returns that we've had, uh, like I wouldn't mind if Rhea, like even though I love her, if she disappeared for a little bit, let the women division do what they do. As much as I would hate Charlotte to just destroy the division, have Charlotte destroy the division, and then have Rhea come back. Just like I think AJ came back too soon. Apparently Edge and Randy Orton are returning within the next week. A lot of the name returns that we're seeing are happening because ratings have yes, been down. Horrible. Yeah, and not just for WWE. Oh, it's probably. been bad for AEW as well. Yeah. Um, but that's why you saw AJ. AJ wanted to sell the Boneyard match longer. Um, I think I, I, it don't bother me Edge and Orton coming back, though, because they had a last man standing match. Yeah, we've seen people have last man standing match and be on Raw the next night. So it's not just the idea of both of them are coming back. Is what's like maybe they beat beat the hell out of each other. There's some respect, and we'll get Team RKO back, a rated RKO back because we need tag teams in this division. And it's all going to be the master plan for Randy to retire Edge by that punt kick that we haven't seen in so many years. Um, so with Finn Balor's attack that happened on NXT, have we got any clue who did it? No, because he was in the middle of a feud with Emporium, so I was just really confused about all that. Yeah, he, yeah. So, um, have they linked his attack to this Lucha Libre thing that's been going on yet? No, I don't think they have, because the Lucha Libre thing has been pretty, like, blatant so it'd be weird that they would keep this one secretive if that makes sense yeah so i don't know they're kind of doing a little too much with this like being attacked in the back stuff like killer cross attacked champa now they have all the lucha libres kidnapping cruiserweights and then you have this one where finn's been attacked in the back it just seems kind of like overkill and i'm just waiting to see it play out into something I'm guessing maybe we'll get some NXT UK talent, maybe if there are any stranded in the US still. In, Imperium. Yeah, Imperium's here. here except Walter. Which sucks because he's Imperium. The head honcho of Imperium. Um, dude, that man can chop a yep. motherfucker. Whew. Um so yeah, I think you're right. There's been a little bit too much gaga going on in NXT. Um I think Cross versus Ciampa could be our good feud to see. Uh, I think you can also have that feud without a title and it still be riveting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you need to keep throwing names at Gargano, which I've really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed, I didn't think I would, him and LeRae's heel turn. At first I was really like, eh, this isn't going to work. And then over the past couple weeks I've been like, "Mm, never mind, they're making it work. 
and kind of get behind it, I guess. Uh, speaking of awkward situations in NXT, though, how about what happened with Velveteen Dream a couple weeks back? I think uh, the whole nude leak stuff, messaging random fans on Instagram stuff, was a hack because I feel like if there was any sort of possibility that this was real wwe does not hesitate to cut someone they yeah we would take you off he would have he would have been gone yeah i mean they even punished seth when that happened to him a few years ago like you didn't see him until it all came out basically that his photos were leaked by somebody and that was right after the shield run had Mm -hmm. ended when he was like the guy so I feel like I feel like Velveteen's job is at least safe. We've already seen him get a title match in NXT, so I feel like everything's okay from the company standpoint. It was just a really weird blip on the radar of wrestling yeah, there for came a, a win, few, but few I agree. days. It was it was odd, and then it was like, okay, I think this is just a hack, and it seems yeah. like everything moved on on that news cycle. Though the pictures yeah. seem like those were definitely real pictures, you know, like he didn't deny yeah. that those pictures oh, weren't real. Those were real. Yeah, didn't need the. I could have gone my whole life without seeing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this: if I had abs like that, and of course I didn't look for uncensored photos because I'm not that kind of person. But I'm just assuming if I look like that, there'd probably be some pictures like me. <laughs> I'd be taking See, I wasn't even looking too. for photos. I just clicked the trend on Twitter. And, and it's there. Like, oh, yeah. that was there goes my whole screen. Like, what that the was... fuck? Yep. Yep. Um, what do we think about Adam Cole's title run he's been having? I mean, it, he's over 340 days as NXT champion now. I'm ready for something he's else. He's put on some... You're ready for something yeah, else? Just I'm, I'm... I don't know. Adam Cole... He puts on good matches, but Baby. otherwise he kind of just bores me. So, is there anybody else though, really, right now? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, who else is it going to be? I mean, is it going to be just Carrion yeah, Cross coming through? We still don't know. Keith, Keith Lee, Lee, is just keeping yeah. that North American title warm at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. This is definitely like a result of the current world situation that mm-hmm. all these title reigns are being extended. You know, it's just like Adam Cole losing the title needs to be a big event at this point. And it's just, you, you, you got to wait for a crowd to, to lose it. So he's probably going to break Asuka's right. record at this point. Uh, and right. just, you got to go with it, you know, just because it's like there's, Finn beating Cole in front of nobody, that's not going to be entertaining. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the other thing with Undisputed Era, I think it's going to take somebody else with a faction to pull that title off, which is part of the reason I thought it was kind of cool that Imperium has been showing up on NXT US instead of UK, but without Walter, where's the point? So, because I would love to see Walter versus Cole, because I just got a feeling Walter would master Cole, and I'm all for big meaty men doing big meaty men things. <laughs> In the words oh, of Big E, sure. uh, I just feel like the Imperium versus Undisputed Era kind of a little too little too late. 
Because I think uh, with Undisputed Era losing all their titles at this point, it's kind of like, well, other than Adam Cole, why would these two feud? There's nothing to gain out of it for either of them. Right, yeah. Moving to that other company, also in oh, the yes. south, but even further south, um, AEW. Um, we saw a lot of debuts, I think, right before WrestleMania. So I think we talked about some of the debuts yeah, on the last yeah, podcast. What do we feel about the exalted one, Brody Lee, so far? Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. I uh, know. I was just going to... It's getting better. I think he's pulled back a little bit on the McMahon stuff, which has helped a little bit. It's kind of becoming yeah. its own character. That That's about it. Like AEW, I'm kind of at a standstill with where everything's just kind of happening and it's not really engaging me. Yeah. I agree with that. This um, week, at least, Brody was, Lee was more exciting for me. And sorry, Ben. Go ahead. That's fun. I was going to say, Brody Lee has been fine in the ring. I just don't think the Exalted One character works for um, the wrestler known as Brody Lee. Uh, to me, the Exalted One comes off as him trying to play a Bray Wyatt gimmick, like an early Bray Wyatt gimmick. And I just can't see the character doing that. I would much rather him see him go back to the original Brody Lee character where he's basically just a badass that came out and beat the shit out of yeah. people. Because... To me, that's the best version of Brody I mean, Lee. I'm at least happy, like Michael said, he seems to be pulling away from the just very heavy-handed I am playing Vince McMahon character. Uh, yeah. That's been good. So as he keeps pulling away from that, it's coming. It's becoming more and more something of Brody Lee. So I think hopefully what we can you know, think may eventually happen is you get some kind of mixture of what you want and what the Exalted One needs to be for that storyline. I think it's been pretty good. I've been enjoying yeah. AEW a little bit more than NXT week by week when you're watching the weekly product just because of some of the more interesting matches that have been going on. Um, right. So, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm still I'm still excited about that. Um, I definitely enjoyed Matt Hardy's <laughs> interactions this week on AEW. I got mixed feelings about it. Like, I think the Matt Hardy, broken Matt right. Hardy, woken Matt Hardy, whichever way you want to phrase it for this one, this character works for the empty arenas to perfection. Mm -hmm. But this Street Fight match showed me that Matt Hardy's body does not have the same go it had okay. even two years that ago. That man had three outfit changes in that match. <laughs> That's awesome. He had three outfit changes, but I just watched the man fall off a ladder through a table and it just looked like your uncle got drunk and was at a Bills game. I mean, guy. that's. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm saying like watching Matt Hardy wrestle is kind of difficult sometimes. I love the character. Uh, oh, I love the character. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But it's kind of rough them having him do stuff like this and not. Just him running across the ring just kind of hurts. Uh, me when I watch it, I mean both both him and Jericho looked looked pretty worn out in that street fight match. Yeah, like Jericho was dragging, he, Matt Hardy was dragging. They both looked so gassed about halfway through that. Yeah, and also there was like some form of weird amount of the public that was let into that one. Um, 
I don't know exactly how they made that one work, but that was interesting. It was just, uh, from my understanding, it was stadium workers. Oh, okay. Well, there was like a family with children and stuff. Like, there was more than just stadium workers out there. So I think they yeah. maybe they let like families of workers and stuff. But it was interesting. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Those aren't just, you know, wrestlers and backstage people. So no, yeah. that, was, that was pretty interesting. Um, I like that they just tried to make use of that facility they're using and ended up having that match end right in front of the Jumbotron, which is pretty yeah. cool. This, you know, good. Uh, Sammy, Sammy Guevara getting run oh, over was interesting. Yeah. So good. That was live. If so I'm not mistaken. Good. Yes, that one was live. Yeah, it was. It was their first. That's some. That's some. That's some ballsy thing to do, uh, live, live, and make it look good. Yeah. And safe. Well. I, yeah. As a former card attendant, <laughs> the way he did that is exactly how we used to do stuff yeah. like that. Um, it's all about jumping and making sure your feet are off the ground at moment of impact, and then you're pretty safe. Which is awesome. I have literally done yeah. the exact same thing in my previous life. I have jumped in front of a golf cart like that and bounced off a windshield. So good. Yeah, it's what happens when you're not paying attention and somebody sneaks up on you in an electric golf cart. Uh, um. One thing that has really impressed me that came out of nowhere, I had heard the name from watching the straight-up Steve Austin show on USA, but Lance Archer came out of nowhere and has looked like the dominant heel big man that AEW has been missing. And he's over 6'5". I think he's like 6'9 or something. Yeah, he he met all the requirements. Yeah, he met all the requirements that I had for AEW to be signing. It's true. You were whining a few times ago about needing more big men. There you go. Uh, they got they, they got like, a great well, listen, one. Listen, Ben, here you go. Lance Lance Archer is the character that I was hoping Brody Lee. Could. Right, right. And what he did, and it looked great with what he did in his match against Dustin yeah. Rhodes. Because Dustin Rhodes isn't a little guy either. He's oh, just God, older. He's huge. But it was a bloody, brutal match that succeeded in establishing Lance Archer is the real deal. Yeah. And now we'll get to have our finals match for the TNT title. TNT champion. With big old Lance Archer and Cody Rhodes fighting for oh, his so family. For that. So that'll be... What, that is a match I'm excited are, to see on What are your thoughts about the, you know, um, Jake the Snake with Lance Archer stuff they're doing? It works. I think, yeah. yeah. It works. I, I think Lance Archer in the ring can hold his sure. own, no issue. I think the mic work, if Jake the Snake is available, Jake the Snake can be the hype man Him for working anybody. the mic is okay. Last week, there was definitely some weirdness with his, uh, his snake and Brandy Rhodes portion could have dealt without that, but yeah, it, that was it uncomfortable. But otherwise, yeah, I do enjoy listening to him talk, and it sounding like he just smoked twenty packs. So, uh, dude, he sounded that way oh, for yeah, yeah. even before the every, every every clip I've seen, um, that's what he sounds like, which is hilarious to me. So yeah. his delivery, his delivery was one of the things as a younger wrestling fan, the way mm. he would talk in his promos uh, is just, he brought you in because you had to really oh, yeah. listen because he wasn't loud and in your face. 
perfect complement to the craziness that you saw with the Hogan's right. and the Savages and the Ultimate Warriors in his day. Shame he was never world champion. Fair, fair. But he's a Hall of Famer now, yeah. so this uh, I'm that. interested to see what they do. Hope less uh, creepy, creepy uh, snake stuff on poor Brandy Rhodes, but you know. Creepy old man works for oh. Jake the Snake. It's his natural state. Yeah. <laughs> but. So I had to add another category yeah. uh, to this this week because we have so many uh, wrestlers that are doing a lot in the social media space. But I guess we have to call them free agents at the moment because they've not officially signed anyone. Because I don't think anyone's signing anybody, really. Nobody's signing, yeah. No, Except the nobody first signing anybody about, right pro- pretty much confirmed signed at this yeah, point, yeah, I think. Exactly. Uh, it's not been officially announced on anybody's Twitter or they've not shown up at a show yet. FTR so popped up on we'll being the elite. Once you show up on being the elite, you're in AEW basically. That's canon. Yeah, it is uh, canon. <laughs> no, that's true. That's canon. That's where that's, that's where Hardy, Hardy showed up at, so I guess that makes <laughs> uh the formerly known as the revival now being called the revolt uh basically tried to trademark everything <laughs> they said when they were the revival on wwe and quite a few things slid by but wwe is fighting them i think on the phrases uh no fist just flip or no flips just fist because that was on a wwe yeah, shirt and I think Top Guys is another one that they're fighting them on. And Shatter okay. Machine. Because Sounds like they didn't get that. Shatter oh, Machine. Oh, yep, yep. That right. That's not they wanted. You're right. Move, move names, I don't... You can all, They can always come sure. up with a better move That's name. That's a really good one they just lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're now the revolt, so why can't it be the, the revolution? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or something. I think it's easier to come up with a move... A new move name, so to speak. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm pretty sure they're going to lose out on any trademarks WWE went after because WWE doesn't tend to go into trademark negotiations and lose. Yeah, it, Cody's had good luck with it, but it also seems like they're cool enough with Cody or whoever's in charge to where WWE can contest some of the stuff Cody's gotten back, but they've also just kind of given up on some of those. So if the Revival want, yeah. they could go the Cody way, where Cody was trying to get a lot of his trademarks and WWE denied him, but then eventually this were like, you know what, it's not worth it. Yeah, they just kind of gave up on some of those. So time might help. They, Yeah, Cody wanted a lot of the uh, the, the pay-per-view names that Dusty, Dusty had come yeah. up with. And he's getting, like I said, he's getting some of them back. And I think that's because... Um, WWE's in a position where by promoting Dusty Rhodes, you have to talk about Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Stardust. And just talking about them gives notoriety to AEW. So I think they'll probably let a lot of those fade into obscurity. With the Revival, I could see them fighting tooth and nail for those trademarks because without those trademarks, the revolt have to come up with something new, but I think that's what they need to do. Distance yourself from what you did in WWE. Become something new. Um, Formerly known as Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, uh, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers have said that they don't plan on teaming with each other in the future on the independent scene or if they were to sign with a major promotion. 
Uh, but they did leave the door open that when they do their major wrestling figure podcast live shows, that they would probably team up on stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I thought that was kind of interesting to hear them basically already be like hard no on us being a tag team. Yeah, it makes sense. But I, I think I think they both have like Zack Ryder can probably move up hot to like a main event draw for independent shows. And I don't think he can do that with I love Brian Myers, but I don't know if he can do that with him. Well, Brian Myers was his main card draw until WWE signed him and had him lose seven million matches yeah, in a row. But like there there there's a there's different ceilings for both of them separate than together. Uh because yeah. I, I don't I don't really hear too much about promotions bringing in tag teams. And yes, it's unless it's, you know, the the was it the Bosco uh, brothers or uh, I forget what their names are um, or the young bucks. Like you don't really hear about tag teams being brought in too much. So like separately, I think they can do really well for themselves in TNA NWA or AEW. though. I don't think AEW is going to happen. AEW sounds like it's kind of bleeding money right now more than it expected to. So they're probably just signing a revival and that's, that probably be it. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think they're probably bleeding a lot more money than they expected by this time period, which is something I was thinking about. I was like, oh man, they're probably on the financial end right now. I'm a little concerned as to what we're going to see, but I think, you know, I think the owners have some kind of appetite for pushing some cash out to keep this going throughout this, if if nothing for the for the constant competition with WWE. Because they have something. I mean, they obviously they have the TV contract, so that's that's got to bring them something. You know, yeah. Basis, but I'm guessing the you know the the ticket sales, all that's probably a big a big drop in revenue for them. But who knows? Maybe they're selling more merch with people at home. Yeah. Uh. Well, and there's there's too much talent like that was released like right now. Curtis Axel, you know, he was released last week. But he's another guy who's just like, I don't know what you do with Curtis Axel at this point. You know, like, is there value for AEW? Like, does TNA bring him back and be like, hey, this is Mr. Perfect's kid? Can they say that that's Mr. Perfect's kid? Probably Mm -hmm. not. They're going to have to say Kurt Hennig. Probably not. Yeah. No, I don't think think they'll be able to. So it's going to be... Go ahead. There's still other talent available. You know, like on the list of like, you know, Matt Cordona, Brian Myers, Curtis Axel, EC3. It's like, I'm probably going to want to sign EC3 and EC3 is probably worth all three of those guys in terms of earning power. Right, right. And you think you think we see EC3 go somewhere anytime soon or probably pretty long wait on that? I think it's a long wait for a lot of these guys because there's nowhere to go go right now i don't know how deep nwa's like recordings go you know like how many episodes they have taped or if nwa's in an off season new japan probably isn't coming back they already canceled the g1 summit like june or july so or g1 summit what is it called (laughs) the g1 summit's like the political one i I forget yeah yeah no i was like g1 summit (laughs) Uh, it's the g1 classic i think something Something like that yeah yeah yeah. i i remember you know looking those up 
they, but, they just canceled that so it's just like right. there's all these like i don't know where these guys go at this point um there's just too much talent out there and ec3 must have a plan somewhere because he's just kind of like you know he, he's doing his like hype videos and he looks mm -hmm. really good they're entertaining but you know it's like moxley put out his videos and those made sense because he was going to AEW. So I think EC3's got right. a plan. Right, right. What is that plan and where does it lead? Yeah, no, exactly. All right, Michael. Well, thank you for joining us. I think Ben here has had some issues at the end of our recording, but I know yeah. you're, on time, you're on a time crunch and I'm sorry we kept you a little long. But, oh yeah no it's no problem it, this is fun this is almost perfect timing right when i'm just like oh you know actually we went longer than i ben's yeah, internet exactly. breaks yeah, yeah. ben's internet just just dies but everybody thank you for listening if you want to find any um any more content from our friend michael here his twitter will be below so you can check out his twitch streams and all their great podcasts with digital days and i saw you guys have another guest coming up soon so that should be interesting i'm yep. excited to hear more so I'll leave you guys here. We'll we'll see how money in the bank goes. See how many predictions we get right this time. Yep. Ben probably <laughs> says bye. Yeah, Ben probably says bye. So bye. See ya. I got it here. See you guys. <laughs>